Live from Vanadil. Limit Break Radio. With your host, Anne Nero, Callo, Argit Lamp, and Sale. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro, and all I gotta say is Dark Knight, Samurai, FT, MFW. And I'm Kahlo, only 14k away from unlocking the secret to Orion's door. I'm Sale, and I'm back from my illness. Just glad to be here once again. And I'm Arjitlam, the Rusty Paladin. Rusty Paladin? What? Uh, you want to explain rust- that one to us? It's been a while since I've partied, so my armor's been in the closet, collecting dust and dripping. Oh, and- oh, okay, that's... D- dri- wait, 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 Bing. dripping? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, seriously, um, I don't even want to know. I've, I blame the moisture from the Winders fountain in there. It's beautiful, but... It's it, it, not a very good place to store your armor. There you go. Okay, little waterfall in the Mog House or Moogle in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Either one, he's screwed. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, the term Rusty Paladin, oh man, that just sounds so dirty. Like, yeah. it sounds dirty on, on a lot of levels. Like, oh yeah, I gave that Mithra chick a Rusty Paladin last night. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's totally what it sounds like. Honey. Am I alone in this? Yes. yes. Apparently. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, joining us this week and also happens to be a moderator on our site, LimitBreakRadio.com. Flipperfeet. What's going on, Flip? Hey, dudes. Um, since this is your first time actually on the show, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, I'm a bard from Hades server. And I'm in a very populated link shell. And I've also got a monk on your server, Odin. Uh, that would be my server. Yeah. Because it's cooler. Mine too. Titan FTW. Uh, do you have any other jobs you level flip? Um, not at the minute. Also yeah. a dedicated job. That's rare. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. I'm, uh, I'm one of the few dying breeds of, you know, just having one job level. <laughs> Well, the rest, the rest of my jobs are leveled to sub job level thirty seven. That's where I stopped. So yeah, well, I'm the same way. Yeah. I well, got, no, you got your ranger to fifty. Well, uh, I think it's a difference between though. You know, sometimes you have the people that just level a select few, and then you have other people that just sort of level everything. Yeah, yeah that's true. That true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I guess there's three categories then. Sure. Well, of course, we've been gone now for uh, for a week, and we apologize. There was no show update last week. Uh, yeah, technical difficulties. Yeah, it's been it's been kind of hectic around here. Um, you know, just with our personal lives and uh, and everything else. But yeah, needless to say, it's been uh, it's been really hectic, and uh, now we're back on track. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Definitely. But uh, a lot has happened uh, since, you know, two weeks ago when we did the last show, the update hit, and I got to say, loving it so far. Uh, now, now, what have you guys experienced with the update as far as, you know, the new stuff that was added? Uh, what have you guys seen that, that you've liked and that you haven't liked? Kahlo, why don't you start? Well, probably the, uh, the most impressive thing I've seen so far is with Summoners, their uh, Blood Pact Rage and Blood Pact Ward now makes them about double as as effective as what they used to be. Uh, I was uh, duoing with a friend of mine in Mamook against uh, 
Mamul Ja trying to level up evasion and you know now not only can they protect you but they can also be doing damage near the same time instead of having to you know summon mm -hmm. use the moves some summon something else they you know can do double what they were so right other but uh, other than that I haven't really seen anything that I've disliked uh, I can't wait to get back around to Ranger and seeing you know how much the update has uh, affected them um, hey, you haven't you haven't popped on your samurai and uh, checked out Hasso or Segan yet? No, not really. No, 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 no. Sale, have you have you seen anything yet? No, not yet. I've mainly been trying to build up my own funds, so I just haven't been in party situations to see the updates in action. Right, Arjit, how about you? Uh, most I've seen. Uh, I was. I was doing ballista the other day with. Oh, you uh, did you did ballista? Yes. Was this your first time doing ballista? Yes, it was. It was really fun, actually. Um, did you win? It, no, we weren't doing like an actual match. It was just one versus ones, pretty much. Well, why don't you tell us about that then? Yeah, how'd you do? How'd <laughs> like you, I said, did you win? How'd you do one v one? Okay, I guess uh, I was fighting actually uh, dragoon samurai. No, oh, I'm sure you wasted him, right? Uh, it was pretty close actually with the uh, with the uh, attack. Um, what? It's an LOL ability. dragoon. Yeah, but with the uh, samurai sub with the okay. new attack okay. ability, that sure. so, was solo skill chain and everything. So he was so he was actually uh, using Hasso, Segan, all of that. Well, he he was actually only using the attack when I can't. What's Hasso. Hasso. Hasso? Hasso. He was using Hasso. Now, did you see did you see a difference from when he wasn't using Hasso to when he was, or did he just always? Ha I mean, I always know with had the, it on. yeah, I know with the recast timers that that's pretty easy to do. <laughs> but Ouch. yeah, he um. He always had it on, and he was self-skill chaining on me and everything with um, with uh, Meditate. Nice. Yeah, and so it was really, really close. I was down into the red, but I did manage to beat him once. Wow. And then I also fought a, uh, a Paladin White Mage, and that kicked my ass <laughs> <laughs> with the stupid uh, Flash Stone Skin. Oh, oh, and the White Mage Power Ranger has handed his title over. <laughs> 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 Who was it? Uh, uh, it was a Mithra. It was T something. I can't remember her name. Well, T something. Congratulations. <laughs> you dethroned the famous and mighty Argent Lam. <laughs> um, as far as me though, uh, I you know I, I loaded up the Sam sub as soon as the update hit and uh, started playing around with Hasso and Segan. Um, I, I gotta say, I like the new icon that they put in for Third Eye. It's nice. It's nice to see a. Uh, you know, an icon that's identifiable with the uh, with the job ability. Is it a head with three eyes? No, it's not. Can you <laughs> no. describe it no. a little bit? It's or it's like a jewel. It... it just looks like a jewel. Ooh. But they it, it's it's its own unique icon, which means that you know it'll be easier to tell when, when third eyes up and when third eyes down. Um, so that that I definitely like the abilities. Hasso and Segan, um, from what I understand, uh, you know, when you use them as a sub job, it's half of what uh, you know a, a samurai. I would normally get so I think samurais normally get when they use Hasso strength plus 10 I only get strength plus 5 but you know it's 5 strength hey 5 strength is 5 strength I'll use it plus the attack speed and the accuracy now since I am so accurate and don't miss I really don't you know notice the accuracy portion Raffle. of that mm. and uh, the attack speed it, it's I can, it's noticeably faster not not by much but it's noticeably faster 
Um, they've also taken Zanshin from a level 60 job trait to a level 25 job trait. Which um, I am very excited you, about. No. Have you noticed anything yet? Not yet. Um, just because I haven't really, I haven't gotten a chance to party. All I've been really able to do is Besieged, and I'll move on to my opinion of uh, how they updated Besieged here in a second. But, um, I, I really, uh, I, I really haven't gotten a chance to, uh, to use Zanshin, although... Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure that, that it, I'll end up seeing its effects eventually when I get into a party because, I mean, inevitably I'm going to end up pulling down hate. Yeah, and pulling hate during Besieged is a very, very, very bad thing. Yes, yes it is. Very bad. Um, now, on to Besieged, uh, what they did was they added a bunch of new items that are automatically in your inventory, no matter what your inventory size is. It expands your inventory size. You automatically get them, and you always get them, as far as I know. Well, what are the items? Um, there's a lot of them. There, uh, I think what are some I, of the uh, the better ones? Some of the be some of the better ones. The ones that I used. Um, there's one that increases your max HP. There's uh, you know like an equivalent of an Icarus wing. Uh, you know um, what is it like a max potion or something that brings back both your HP and your MP. Instant re-raise scroll. I mean like it's really like you know these items are really really good and useful in. Uh, besieged. There's also another item in there that affects your target's TP. So it'll drain a little bit of your target's TP with using the item, which I used once on the NM for besieged. We had uh, the uh, the trolls, and it was at a level five. And I gotta tell you, Titan FTW, we took that level five besieged down in 45 minutes. I mean, there's no way that it could have lasted longer than an hour. 800 XP. It was awesome and it was i mean it was a lot faster than than the old besieged and i'd also like to add odin ftl <laughs> what, what? guys for real we we just got back the astral candescence this morning after the trolls have had it for nearly a week really what? i i kid you not a whole Weak. Now that's Odin. just lazy. There's no excuse for that, guys. Yeah, it's just Come lazy. on. Come on now. Oh, damn. Get off on. of your asses. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Flip, what have you seen in uh, in the updates uh, so far? I haven't really explored the update yet because I've just been doing the new event that's been there. Which new event? Oh, the uh, the Halloween event? Yeah. Hmm, right on. Uh, how, how's the Halloween event this year? It's basically the same as last year's one, but they added uh, a witch hunt in. A witch, a witch hunt? hunt? Yes. <laughs> well, that's a little bit dark. That doesn't seem like a, a, a like a, you a know. Final Fantasy. Yeah, like thing. that doesn't seem like a festival type, you know what I mean? Like, what is it, what is it called? I can't remember what the event is actually called. The Harvest Festival. The Harvest Festival. That doesn't seem like a Harvest Festival type thing. Like, Unless you're harvesting blood. Burn a witch! Burn a! <laughs> um, what are some of the uh, prizes this year, Flip? Well, it's all the same as last year. Trick stuff one, trick stuff two, treat stuff, pumpkin well, hat. What's the difference between the trick, the trick and treat staff? Trick staff one, there's only MP plus one and HP plus one. In the trick staff two, you gain the warp. You get warp uh, as uh. an enchantment. And it's basically the same with the treat staff two, but 
it's uh, you get one every so long so it doesn't hmm. run out interesting i've also noticed that uh um you know whenever they have these festivals or these little events they always give uh costume type items that when used you know your your model changes into to different things yeah i've seen yeah. those i've seen those too that's actually something that i actually kind of wanted to to get at one point but was far Don't, too lazy to ever yeah uh, Annie wants to play dress up <laughs> i was actually in the stock and i saw some people um running around as yagudo just like Huh. Well, uh, this would be the equivalent if Beastmen were also in the city. Yeah, I kind of, I always kind of wanted to uh, uh, one of those up and run after one of my friends and have him shout, "Help! <laughs> you got was chasing me at you know whatever location." Uh, I've uh, other than the Beastmen, which I think is what they just added this year. They, they also have like uh, no, they they've had Beastmen in the past. Oh, they have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen Beastmen. Yeah, oh, I've seen because because uh, I've seen like skeletons and then I've seen goblins. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I've I've seen the skeletons before, but uh, I didn't know they had the actual beastmen. I thought they did. I thought I remembered seeing someone as a quadav last year, but maybe I'm wrong. Last year. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Are you sure you're not confusing it with the quadav helm because it is pretty convincing looking? <laughs> <laughs> well, son of a gun, I might have. Other costumes that I that I think they've added just this year was the uh, the ghost, like the bogey one, and also mm -hmm. the the undead hound. Yeah, that one's yeah, they, definitely they, new. They that. I'm not sure about the bogey though. So I and don't know. Uh, I think. The, the the final item that you can get from doing the Harvest Festival this year is called the Coven Hat, which gives you plus 3% HP and MP, but it's a latent effect, and I'm not sure what you have to do to break the latent. Well, the latent effect's pretty simple. It's, with HP, it you get plus 3% HP Well, when you're an odd level job, say you're 21, and you mm -hmm. can get the plus 3%, and then when you're an even job, you get the MP. Ah! Oh, okay, okay. well that makes sense. Oh, well, that's not bad. Huh? Yeah, that's no, pretty, pretty handy. cool. I can, see, I can see where that would be useful, definitely. Mm -hmm. So, uh, other than, you know, update style stuff, is there anything else that you guys have been up to? Um, I've kind of had a, had a big week recently. What about you, Archit? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you are an ass. Hello. Okay, nice. go ahead, Andy. We don't want you, uh, you know, crying. Oh yeah, I'm gonna sit here and cry. Right, you know what? I mean, I'm my own emo show. Dark. I'm going to tell you guys the reason why we had technical difficulties. Somebody got really emo. Rain clouds all over the room. <laughs> shorted out all of our equipment. We had to spend a bunch of money to get it all back. Yeah, way to go, Archit. Was <laughs> <laughs> it my fault? How is it my fault? What? Just the tank always gets the blame. <laughs> it's my hey, fault that little Mr. Yeah. Emo. Now, 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 Annie, Annie, Annie. Okay. Now, if if you want to transfer hate like that, you come to me. I'll get the job. <laughs> okay, but no, you, you actually have had a pretty interesting week. So yeah. Um. Let's see. I finally dinged seventy-two. Which, Congrats. That's Congrats. a that's a that's a fairly big accomplishment for me because uh, you know a, as you all know I've been leveling samurai for quite a while and finally I got some free time and uh, and decided to go back to leveling dark knight and uh, yeah just uh, spent the last week pretty much just going between parties getting as much XP as I can and uh, finally leveled um, like I said been doing besieged a lot did uh, you know before the update I did several. And by several, I mean like five or six level one besieged that were happening, which were lame and boring. 
Um, let me see. What else? What else have I done? Yeah, I actually saw you doing some of those besieged. It was really interesting. Oh I yeah. Can't, I can't wait until I can do them. Besieged are fun, except uh, there's a lot of lag. That's the only problem that too I really had. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just too many people, and and it just ends up bogging down the whole thing. Like it was really uh, the other night when uh, when I was doing besieged the level five one. It was really really difficult for me to even get a weapon skill off because no one was provoking. The the hate was just being pretty much like ping ponged around between like maybe 12 people and I, it just wouldn't stand still so I couldn't weapon skill on it. Speaking of uh, Besiege being so laggy, I think one of the reasons that it takes so long sometimes mm -hmm. is that because it's so laggy, we can't use none of the normal strategies that we use in regular party or NM situations. Because yeah. it's really hard to get the timing down. Exactly. However, that doesn't mean that there isn't any strategy at all. What you always see as soon as it starts is people sending out shouts, you know, here's the NM, let's all get the NM. Yeah, no. No, you don't do that because then as you're fighting the NM, not only is he hitting you, but you have these smaller mobs around you also hitting you. Get rid of the weak first. Yeah, exactly. The, the best way to do besiege, you know, take control of your alliance, you know, shout it in, into the into the party chat out loud, go for the weaker ones and start from the bottom and work your way to the top. Yeah. Things will go down a lot smoother. Plus I've also heard rumors, I mean, nothing, you know, even close to official. But the fact that um, if you take out the smaller ones, it actually weakens the the larger ones. Like that, that's really? that's a possibility. Um, I think it was fleet fingered something is one of them, or or, or a, a dragoon type Mamul Jaw. But it's believed that if you take out or as you take out more the the war wyverns, then he becomes easier to hit. Really? Mm hmm. Hmm. I hadn't I hadn't heard that before. So um, you know, pass on that information, and then that, that that actually tends to be a pretty good strategy among uh, besieged. Well, uh, SE announced that that the NMs, the new NMs that are uh, being introduced into besieged, they'll have additional drops. Now the problem with that, I mean, yes, that's giving more incentive to you know for people to participate in besieged, and probably the reason that Titan won so fast the other day was because there were so literally. Many tons of people i mean you couldn't go anywhere and look on your map and not see blue mm -hmm. i mean oh yeah i mean really like there were that many people the last besieged wow. i was in it had over 500 people in it yeah that's handy yeah and and what's good about that is that really at that point you can have as many people hacking away on, on as many things as you want and the besieged will still win however it's kind of hard to tell you know how many people you really need for that strategy to work but the problem that I see is that now with these NMs supposedly giving drops, I don't know if it's official, I don't know how the drops are obtained, I've just, uh, you know, I heard people talking about it in the Besieged, and SE did announce it. Um, the, the problem is going to be that everyone is now going to go after the NM because it gives something. So let's the weaker go after the, the astrocandescence, right. Not even that, though, but, but let's say it does drop something. How are you supposed to decide who obtains it? Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's I don't get know into a lot of fighting. See, it's gonna get ugly. I, I, like I said, I don't know how the drop system works. Mm -hmm. uh, I I honestly have no clue. But I mean, you know, from the very beginning of the besieged, people were shouting, "Where's the NM?" First person to find NM, shout for location. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Uh -huh. I don't think that's necessary at all. No. Um, but what else? For less. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but what else is actually kind of cool about uh, about the new besieged updates is now there's new cutscenes at the beginning of uh, of yeah. the besiege. Yeah, well, what do you mean by, by new cutscenes? Because I before the update, um, when I was in a besiege, you know, usually when it first starts, you have the one general, the Elven, who's shouting stuff, mm -hmm. and then afterwards, you know, he shouts some more stuff. Well, I was in one besiege where they had all died except for the Mithra. 
Mm-hmm. So since the Elven General was dead, instead it showed the Mithra, and you know we at the end it, it, it was it was really bad. I mean we won, but just barely. Yeah. And so the Mithra was like you know down on her knees and all panting and stuff, and she's like you know we we finally pushed them back. Well, you know? let me so, uh, l- l- let me uh, try to describe for you the uh, the cutscene that that I had. Um, it didn't have that Elven General that time. It had uh, someone new who actually I think looked like a. Uh, looked like he was a dark knight. I think he was a Hume. Afterwards, after the the mobs come in, there was actually a cutscene where uh, the new mob NM came in and said, you know, who dare challenge me? And then there was a goblin that came in after him that, you know, that was like, well, if any of you guys can take this guy down, I might as well employ you or something. It was, I don't know, it was oh, weird. So I'd never seen it before. It was really cool to experience. Was it one of the new NMs too? Yes. Ah, so that could be wise. Now they're giving the NMs an introduction, which, which I think is pretty cool. I think that is pretty cool. That, I mean, it, they it adds said, a lot more character to it. Right. They said that there would be NMs leading the charge for the other mobs to come into battle mm-hmm. so i mean you know that's that's probably uh that's probably what they meant right yeah there. sure so, sure that's kind of uh, like uh the beastmen have their own mercenaries in a way yeah yeah and the exactly. nms are their lead mercenaries exactly that's that's what that's the feeling that it gave me too uh another small thing you know just just for those of you who don't know if you actually go to the headquarter zones of, of each of the beastmen that attack El Zabi, um mm-hmm. a lot of the nms that attack and besiege can be found there and if you kill them in that zone then that NM won't appear in the next Besieged. Really? So in and, other words, uh, if you really don't want something, right. kill it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually I, I found that when browsing on FF Encyclopedia the other day. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know if it's all of them, but at least some of them, it listed that under there. So Right, right. Wow, that's really... Uh... That's I, I I you know I've never like I said I've never participated in the return aspect you know trying to get the astral candescence back to Alzabi probably because I've never seen Titan lose, <laughs> but I mean I, it, it's it's definitely something that eventually I want to participate in definitely yeah, sure. now uh, Flip you said that you are you know you are dedicated to Bard uh, you know that's pretty much the the you know the only job that you have at high levels so uh, why don't we spend some time talking about Bard. Um, now, uh, at the at the beginning levels, obviously you don't have a whole uh, a, a big song list. Um, so, what is what is the tactic for bards in those beginning levels, like in the dunes, uh, even soloing tactics? From from like level one to ten, you you are basically soloing, even though your songs can go on to party members. They're just stuck on you yeah. so you know when to recast them but in the dunes you've only got not so many songs not the big major ones but you're mainly doing attack and accuracy bonuses to the party mm-hmm. and then just helping out the white mage or red mage whoever's he- helping healing is is that the tactic that pretty much stays uh with the job all the way through 75 is you know just just strictly buffing well no at level 33 you do get a song called Finale, which is mm-hmm. like dispel for Red Mage. So you get rid of their buffs. Ah, uh, gotcha. All right, um, I have a question. There are some songs too that actually do uh, damage to the mob. Do you use those at all? I mean, are they magic burstable or what's the deal on those? They're not magic burstable, but I rarely use them. I only use them if I'm farming mob just to help me out. So they're not actually that useful in party situations? No, say if you need to rest and you need to 
sleep them, then you can Oh, that's sleep right. You guys got a full lullaby, which is actually one of the, uh, the 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 better sleeps because it works against dark type mobs because it's uh it's light based, correct? Yep. It's also the only one that will work against undead mobs as well. Oh, I didn't know that. So, have you participated in any BCNMs then being a bard? Well, I did one last week actually, which was the Desert Swarm. Oh, 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 you did uh, KS thirty. Yep. How how did that go for you? Well, I, I I know that you know in a in a burn party list we talked with Gordor that you know the main idea is to to go in there and sleep them all. Was that was that your responsibility then uh, when you guys did it? Oh, uh, we had a black mage, but we also had the setup of. White mage, black mage, me the bard, a blue mage, uh, a ninja, and a beast master. And basically the black mage went in, slept them all, and then the blue mage, the beast, and the ninja all got one each. Mm-hmm. And then the black mage did exactly the same thing, got his own. Then I was just concentrating on two scorpions just to sleep throughout the whole thing. See, that's one of the strategies that we discuss in another show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but um, yeah, I've actually, I actually, it was a while ago, but I participated in... um. The man, the one with the Mandragora is the, the the BCNM 40, I think it is, uh, Steaming Sprouts. Ah, yeah. And uh, I gotta hand it to you guys, to you bards, because I mean, there's like the main one, and then there's like six or seven other ones out there, and you, he goes out, takes all the aggro, and just sits the whole time spamming full lullaby as they surround him, and then you just pick him off one at a time, and I mean, it's gotta be really boring, but at the same time, really stressful sitting there hitting the sleep over and over again, hoping that you get all of them, they don't, you know, yeah, wake up that, and start bashing your face in. Yeah, that sounds really, really dangerous, especially because bards are not known for uh, being able to take a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Flip, uh, have you ever done uh, uh, Steaming Sprouts before? No, I haven't. The, that last week was my first ever Kindred Seal BCNM. Oh, really? Wow. That's really surprising, being a bard in one. They're pretty sought after for... Uh, BCNMs, yeah. yeah. For said battles. Yeah. So, um, uh, tell us a little bit about, about sub-job opportunities for bards. I mean, obviously, a lot of people sub-white mage, but there's just so, other, so many other situations. I mean, soloing, doing quests, farming. What other sub-jobs do you have leveled or have thought about leveling for bard well i have white mage level that's the most obvious one right and yeah i've been thinking about leveling ninja for a sub job because it'll help with uh farming and skilling up sword right S- survival type stuff yeah. basically now um i was actually in the jungle once with uh with a bard that had subbed thief and and and, and he, you know he was right up in there. He was doing his songs and whatnot, but he was also attacking. I mean, uh, I, you know, it was so far along. I don't remember how effective he was, but you know, hearing that, what do you, what are your opinions on that? Well, I guess subbing thief can have its advantages as you get into a higher level when you're pulling, and then you can run away with flea. <laughs> run away with help. flea. <laughs> Lol. Well, it really helps yeah. for farming at least. I mean, obviously, being a bard, you know, a bard thief isn't going to be a, a prominent DD job. But, you know, I suppose for, for a little bit of extra added damage in there at the lower levels. But it seems like sure. it, would, it would be a lot harder at the uh, the higher levels and whatnot. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, Flip, uh, you know, at, at the higher levels, you know, how often do you actually use that white mage sub? All the time. Really? Really. I haven't really got any other sub jobs leveled yet. So it's basically all the time. Mm. 
No, I, I, what I mean by that is how often do you have to use, uh, you know, the white mage abilities, like how often do you have to use white magic or curative magic or, uh, you know, any of those? Well, say the whole party takes a lot of damage, mm-hmm. basically helping out the white mage so it doesn't get all the aggro from the mob. Right, okay, all right. Um, what are your opinions on red mages and also Corsair? You know, they seem to be your main competition when it comes to getting party invites, so... I've actually partied with a lot of red mages, and they actually go red mages and bard actually go really well together. Because at level 55, you got your two really fresh songs, which is plus three MP, and then you got the red mage refresh song as well to top that. Mm-hmm. So that you get the red mage getting six MP a second or something. Wow! Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, screw Corsair." <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't actually had a Corsair in my in a party, so I haven't. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Experienced it. Um, flip. I have a random question for you. Um, all of these other subs for Bard are pretty well established, especially White Mage. But um, just a random question. I've always wondered, how would Black Mage work into Bard if it does at all? I'm not too sure about that, but I'm guessing that you can probably eat Elemental Steel and Sleep if your lullaby doesn't land. So an extra sleep would help. Actually, Sale, um, uh, a party that I was in a couple of weeks ago... There was a blue mage who had a bard sub, mm-hmm. and you know it was the first time that I've actually ever seen any type of job sub bard before. So you know when you first see it, you're like, you know, WTF? What's this guy doing? He could be more useful like a warrior sub or something. Mm-hmm. And um, really, the the only thing at all that he used it for was to give him and the other mages refresh because we didn't have any other form of refresh. Right. Yeah. So well, that's kind of handy when you have like no other alternative. Right. Sure. And and I think blue mage is also a job that can kind of stand on its own. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So uh, you can afford to do something like that. Right. Because blue mage is really uh, versatile when it comes to using sub jobs. So I mean, you know, even having that barred sub, it ended up working. You got another question for you, Flip. Um, and and, and this is something that, that that I think everyone thinks about. Out, you know, and, and just runs through your mind over and over again. But what's your opinion on your AF? Bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the you only, agree. <laughs> well, the, only, the only good part of it is the cuffs that you get. Um, Flip, I, I know that you've said on the board uh, at, at least once that uh, your bard can actually melee fairly well, and that's not something that that uh, you know bard mm. is really known for high damage. Uh, you you want to tell us a little bit uh, about how you know you're able to get high high melee damage with your bard? It's only really when I'm in Sky that I normally just get TP up, just do a weapon skill on the god. But I normally just have a uh, Hecacomb harness for accuracy bonus, and then just do two attack bonuses, and then it's really quite high damage, about 30, 40 damage per hit. Wow. I mean, and that's uh, you know, and that's keeping pace with. Well, you. No, it isn't. <laughs> I do 50 to 60. Ah, BS. Shifty ice. <laughs> <laughs> how much How much do you, do you usually uh, weapon skill for? Are you using, uh, you can use evisceration at that level, can't you? Um, I'm actually using sword because it's, you actually get through it. Ah, okay. Stuff. So uh, how much do your weapon skills usually hit for? Well, with spirits within, I can only get. About 500 to an 80 to about 700. All right, what about... Uh, is that what you always use as spirits within, then? Yeah, I haven't got a, a very skish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's just say for the sake of argument, uh, any other weapon skills that you use, how much damage do you do? I haven't tried any other weapon skills. I mainly just use spirits within. 
<laughs> Kyle was hoping I to see. chop you down a few blocks. Well, no, no, it's okay because my my weapon skills usually do one thousand damage. So plus plus the modifiers for spirits within are a lot different than the modifiers for any other weapon skills. So sure, if I use spirits within, I could do five hundred damage too. <laughs> Stop looking at me, oh. Annie. <laughs> of course you can. I hate of, you guys. Of course you can, because you have over 1k HP. Yeah, boom. What now? Headshot. Well, actually, Bard <laughs> can get a lot more HP from a ring you get in an ENM, which gives you plus 20% HP. Wow. That That is half of what Monk Relic plus one gives. Really? No, wait. No, that's more, because I think Monk Relic plus one total gives you plus 24% HP. Wow. Damn. And that's just in one equip. Yeah, no kidding. What what equip is that? It's called a get soul ring and it's enchant it's an enchantment that lasts ten minutes and it is twenty charges. Okay. Wow. Alright. That that's a little more understandable. Yeah, then. but I mean but, but, but still, still though, yeah. I mean that, that's yeah, pretty definitely. crazy. Definitely. Now do you get that from the uh, the pulling strings ENM? Yes. Ah, ah okay. Done that one a couple mm -hmm. times. Yep, I have a I have a ranger ring that I want to get from there. Yeah, I, want, I, I wouldn't mind that Dark Knight ring, although I can't remember what it does anymore. <laughs> it's been so long. I mean, there was there was at least three weeks where I was just doing nothing but pulling the strings. And, and of course, you have to wait, what, like uh, a whole a, a whole week? A whole, I don't know if it's a... Is it a uh, week? A, I forget. A real-life week, an in-game week? Five days. Is it five days? Oh, it's five days. Okay, it's five days. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, it, I mean, literally, there were some days where, you know, I was so busy that I'd only get to log on, do pulling the strings, and then log back off again. So, uh, moving on out of Bard, and we're going to actually go into something else that a lot of people either, they either seem to have them done or they haven't touched them yet, but everyone seems to hate them. Oh, Promovians. Yes. Uh, uh, being that they're such... Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the word itself just you know, breaks the spirit. Yeah, it kind of does. Which, actually, I find it kind of funny because I know so many people who have such hard trouble with them. Like, I know one person in particular who actually made a static for it, and it took them a month to get them all done. And this is doing them, like, consecutively each wow. day. Wow. What? Was this when it first when it like first dropped? No, it, it, it was a little while after Promathia had been released, which which I find really funny because I mean he he spent millions of gil on like gear and items to help him get it through it, and they just got wasted every time. And me, I'm actually three for three on Promovians. I've I've never lost a Promovian before. I've I've lost a Promovian before. I we let's see, I've lost. Uh, I don't even remember what I lost. It was so long ago that I did them. But um, yeah, I know I know that I've lost uh, at least twice. All right, and uh, you know I've, I've I've obviously completed them, and you've completed all of them. Yeah, uh, Sale hasn't I quite gotten that started. far. Uh, Arjun, Arjun, you've attempted a couple, haven't you? I've attempted them. I think it was, and we got wasted on the third floor. Mm -hmm. Ouch. Well, uh, why don't we start with a couple of basics of Promovians. The, 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 the Promovians are actually located in the Three Crags, and there's a more advanced one, which is Promovian Vazel, and it's located in Feyin, but we're just covering the three basic ones right now. Now, the way to enter is if you've ran around the Crags and you've noticed the Shattered Telepoints, those are actually the gateway to the Transference Hall, which then takes you into the Promovians. And each of the three are more or less... The tactics to getting to the top is pretty much the same, although the inner workings are a little bit different. They sort of reflect the outside zones. Yeah. 
And there's so a the one near them would look like Kronstadt Highlands. Right, you go in. There's actually um, it, it, it looks really cool. It's it, it's like a, a parallel universe of what the outside is. You know, there's like you can see halves of windmills. Yeah. And whatnot. And and, and not o- not only that, but I mean, like you know, the ground itself is all torn apart. It's kind of like. Mm-hmm. Uh, ruined. It, it, it it's suspended by nothing, and right, it's, I right. mean it's just like a totally it, it it to try to describe it is really difficult. You just have to see. Yeah, it. I mean you know we're not really into you know spoiling storyline, but the enemies they don't call them the empty for nothing. Yeah. So uh, there there is also a level cap of thirty in all the areas, which is put on not when you enter the transference hall, but once you're actually teleported into the Promovian area. So you got to be really careful what equipment you have going mm-hmm. in there. Right. Make sure that you have, you know, level 30 equipment and whatnot. And there's different floors once you once you zone in. You start out on one floor, and you're basically looking for a large receptacle that once you defeat the monster there, opens up a memory stream, which takes you up the floors. There's four of them. Once you get to the top, you enter into the spire. Now, the floors do differ. They, they all have relatively the same type of mobs, but as you go up, they tend to be a little bit stronger. On the first floor, you know, you're just go- you're going to encounter easy prey to decent challenge. The second floor is even matched to tough. The third floor is very tough to incredibly tough. And on the fourth floor, they rate Ponesord. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Which means when you go into Promovian, you're not going to want to go through trying to fight everything. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. The, no, you want to avoid most things. Yes, the first floor you can get away with, but, you know, like I said, they're really weak, They're really weak. but it's basically you want to sneak to the top without taking any aggro. So sneak is the way to go in those areas. And you would think, but they are true sight and yep. true sound. Oh. Yep. Now, however, if you run behind them, they won't detect you. But if they see you, if you run in front of them, if you get near enough to them, they're going to see you. And if you're on the second floor, you might be able to get away with it. Depending on, depending on how many people you have. Because right. you can, I mean, you can run through uh, Promivians with a full alliance. You can't take down the boss with a full alliance. But you can go through there mm-hmm. with a full alliance right. and pretty much with a, you know, you can take anything in there. But, you know, if it's just six people, then, you know, you got to really be careful. Yeah, you got a real big problem if you get aggro on the third floor. Speaking of which, though, you would think that taking more of an alliance would be safer if you do take aggro, that you can, you know, fight them off. No, but that also means you're taking more aggro. Yeah, it's true. The more people that you have, it just. The more risk you run. Yep, exactly. So I would definitely recommend a single party. And I mean, I've, just, done, I've done it with both. I've done it with a full alliance, and I've done it with just a party. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you which one works better because, well, both times we lost. But <laughs> um, I, I think that, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's just both, different dynamics. Yeah, really both have their own, you know, have, you know, drawbacks and, and everything else. So um, it's really just about, you know, whatever the... Uh, you know, whoever you're doing it with feels mm-hmm. more comfortable with Yeah, it, it like, really is. Like for the alliance... Sure, there's strength in numbers, but mm-hmm. then you have numbers. Well, it's also not like a BCNM too. It's it's its own zone. You can have multiple parties running through mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and so you uh, can even shout for help. If right? Yeah, you're just a single party in there, and another and a few just happen to be in there with you. Mm-hmm. They can yeah. come help you if they get there in time. Right. And um, each of the zones are, you know, like I said, the mechanics getting up there work pretty much the same way. Now, once you get to the top floor, which is the fourth floor. Um, instead of there being another memory receptacle that you have to find to be transported somewhere else, there's actually just a zone line. So this is the point where if you're going to take aggro, take it, but run fast. Figure out where the zone is and go. 
Yep, that's the strategy. Mm -hmm. Now, before we get into party tactics when you're fighting the bosses, there are certain jobs that are a lot more prominent when it comes to Promovians than others, namely Ranger. Ranger. Mm -hmm. Not just for the fight, but when getting there, they can throw up wide scan, locate the memory receptacles so you're not blindly running around everywhere. Mm -hmm. You have a general idea of which way you have to go. So Ranger is the number one priority to get? Not necessarily the number one, but you should have at least one Ranger in your party unless you have someone who knows where they're going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. You can have a, you can have someone sub range if like there are th- right same same uh, there too. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, to get the maps though, uh, that's something that's a little bit more complicated because Ooh, yeah. In uh, in each of the Prami Vions, there is an NM mm-hmm. that is the map NM, if I'm correct. Yep, he, he, he spawns, I think, randomly on the second, third, or fourth floor. Yep. And depending on which floor, he is going to be stronger or weaker. Yeah. Yeah, and I've seen him before. We've never actually gone and, and fought him any times that we've been in any of the Promovians, but... You know, if if that's something that you want to run fairly often, definitely get a map. Mm-hmm. If you you know if you if you have that chance, get a map. Will it drop for the entire party once you kill it, or will it just drop for nope. one nope. person? It actually it drops an item which is rare X. Which if if I'm correct, I've actually never done this or researched it, but I think you have to trade it to uh, a a question mark point somewhere within yep. the Promovian. Mm-hmm. And then that gives you the map. Yep, I, I don't have any of the maps for any of them, and I don't right. plan on ever doing Promovians again. So, anyone out there listening who needs their Promovians done on Titan, do not come to me. Well done. Well, maybe I'll help you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the, the only zone. Watch, watch now. I'm gonna get like a hundred tells tomorrow. Like Promovian Dem, can can I have help? He's gonna be laying down in his bed waiting for a party invite, and he'll hear that bling, jump up, Promovian, can I have it? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's one of the new things that they added this time uh, that I really like. Yeah, the, the the chime towels. Those are really cool. Mm-hmm. And he almost died of pure joy and pleasure when he when he read that. I've missed so many party invites because I haven't just been around. And and and, and I mean not necessarily doing anything. Like I'm just like not looking at the screen. You know, <laughs> like I could be turned Watching. the other way. I don't know doing anything else. I I don't know. But you want you want me to say something messed up? I, no, no, no. That's all right. We uh, we all have active imagination. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving on, the only zone that that's really difficult to get through some of the uh, some of the paths is in probably in Holler. It has like these little fences up. So yes. Oh god. In the other zones, you can go way around the mobs, but in this one, you have to wait for them to turn because these passageways are so narrow. Oh, it oh. sounds like a labyrinth. It now. sucks. Now, uh, once you do finally get past the rest of the zone and you and you zone back into the into the spire, then your level cap will be raised, but just temporarily because once you enter the battlefield. It's capped back to 30. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, Annie mentioned that you can go up in an alliance if you'd like to. However, the battle is still capped at six people. Yep. For all the boss boss battles, it's capped to uh, six people. And, you know, let's say you do go in there with a full alliance. It's entirely possible that two of those parties may not succeed when they fight the boss. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not uh, it's it's not unheard of. It's happened. It happened to me. We did Dem the first time. Uh, when we did Dem, uh, I think my party was the only party that won, and we went in with a full alliance. Now, um, always throw your buffs up once you get into the zone, because the only thing that stays up on you once you zone in is your food. Everything else will be erased, so don't waste time buffing outside. 
Now, each of the different bosses are completely different and have a completely different strategy. The easiest one is always said to be Dem, which the boss is a is a progenerator who is a gorger type, meaning that in his attacks include the following: fission, which spawns an offspring, basically these tiny little you know mobs that just annoy you even further than what the rest of the Promovian already has. Yep. But he only uses that when he's below about 50% HP. Ah, okay. He also has Vanity Drive, which is a directional AoE damage. Spirit Absorption drains 200 HP from the target, and this ignores uh, Utsutsemi. Promovian Barrier, which is a defense boost. Uh, Steigen Flatus, which is an AoE Paralyzed. And Quadratic Continuum, which is single target damage. Now, as we said, at level... Or I'm sorry. Once he's at 50%, he'll start popping out smaller little mobs. Yeah. Now these are you know smaller than the normal gorgers, and they're a lot weaker, but they can be taken on you know fairly easily. Um, now this guy's immune to sleep and bind. His offspring are not, and the maximum amount he can have out at once is six, and they will continue to be regenerated once you start killing them off. Yeah. You're gonna want your main tank, which, which you know ninja tanks do work pr- pretty well. I've actually done it more with uh, paladin tanks just because they, they can stand some of these heavier hits uh, a lot more. Ninja tanks, especially with the Paralyzed, you know, once their shadows are down, they start taking hits, they're going to fall really quickly. Yeah, Paladins are generally the way to go, I would say, as, as far as a tank class. If yep. you're looking to form a Promovian party, mm-hmm. get a Paladin. And uh, you know, you're going to want uh, a lot of damage, too. So like we said, Rangers, uh, as far as healers go, get Summoner White Mages because Summoners Astral Flow pones. Uh, the Rangers Eagle Eye Shot too. You know you're gonna want your main damage dealers, which unfortunately thieves don't work very well. Spike damage isn't what you're looking for. You're looking for consistent, you know, high high damage when you go in fighting these things. Dark Knight didn't work very well either. Mm. I, I only over time. I only went uh, once as a Dark Knight, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was again when we did the full alliance. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most uh, for most of the Promovians, I, I for the other two, I completed as Warrior Ninja. Yep, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you're gonna want a Paladin as your tank. You're gonna want maybe two Summoners. You're gonna want at least one Ranger, and fill the rest with r- Warriors and or Rangers. You know, yep. things that can deal a lot of damage. Yep. Now, fortunately, since it's capped at at, at 30, you know, it makes it, it makes the uh, the selection for you know, jobs a little bit uh, a little bit wider because mm-hmm. uh, most people have several jobs leveled to or above uh, 30. All right, before you do the boss fight with your party, you're going to want to farm certain items which can be found right on the first floor by defeating mobs. And they're actually uh, memories is, is what drops. Yeah. And, and these are rare acts. There's three types that you're going to want to get, and there's only three types of rare acts. And then you're going to want to take them back to Juno, and go back to the Archduke's house in Rulud Gardens, and there'll be a guy in there looking at a painting. Trade those to him, and he will turn them into animas. And there's there's three animas, but only two main ones that you really need. The first one is a psycho anima, which causes the boss to be 100% intimidated by all players for 30 seconds, which stops all normal attacks. So that equals out to about seven or eight attacks. There's also Hysterio Anima, which causes the boss's special attacks to guaranteed fail for 20 seconds. Now, it'll still ready them, but it won't actually execute. This is especially useful in the last 20% of the fight when he really starts to spam their TP attacks. Yeah. Now, the third one, which isn't used so much, but you know, we should definitely have them just in case, is the Terror Anima, which causes the boss to run away from the player with the most hate for 30 seconds, which means if you continue to tank him, he'll still have you as the target, 
but he'll just run away from you. Yeah. So obviously, you know, that tank won't be able to attack him so much, but if you have rangers or those right. using rangers, magic. Rangers can hit him real well. Yeah. Right. So what you're going to want to do before you go into these battles is set up an anima order. The macros, you know, is going to want to say, you know, using animas with your name, next player in line, get ready. Yeah. It'll use your hysterio and then your psycho anima. And you want to even those out. You know, you have six people. Everyone should have them. Even them out for most of the battle, and it should go fairly well. It shouldn't be too difficult. Once it gets to about 50%, you're going to want your summoners to astral flow on it. And rangers, once it gets down to like its last 10, 5%, you're going to want to finish it off with eagle eye shot. And as far as preferred ammo for rangers go, definitely get the acid bolt, which weakens defense. That way everybody does a little bit more damage. Right. And as we said before, I mean, there's a lot to take in, but Dem is probably one of the easiest. The next would be Mia. The Mia boss is Delver, which is a Craver type, and his attacks include Carousel, which is an AoE physical damage, and Knockback, which can be absorbed by Utsutsemi, Pramavian Broom, which is an AoE damage plus poison, and it's also believed that, that, that it might also reset hate. You have Merc, which is AoE slow plus gravity. Impalement drops the target to 5% HP and resets hate on, hate on them. And then the last one is Empty Thrash, which is just a single target damage. Make sure you bring lots of antidote potions so you can self-cure because you should not expect your healer to have the time to poison everybody because with the hate reset. You know, while you're on that... Uh huh. Uh, always bring re-raise equipment too. Oh, absolutely. Earrings. Um, I think earrings are really the only thing that you you can equip at that level. But yeah, yeah definitely bring re-raise earrings. Now, Mia can be a pretty nasty one just because this guy likes to spam his TP attack so much. So you know, again, uh, your 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 main strategy and your best hope is to make sure you have that animal order down. As, as long as you have that solid and everyone works together, it, you know, again, like, damn, it should go really smoothly. Okay, um, now going on to which, this one is definitely everyone's least favorite, Pramavian Holler. Ugh, Holler. Oh, the boss is a wrecker. And is, there, a is there an R on the end of that? I see it H-O-L-L-A, not H-O-L-L-A-R. Holla. <laughs> the boss is a wrecker, which is a thinker type, and his attacks include Trinity Tap, which drains one to three status effects. This includes food, re-raise, re and shadows. And if you don't have any uh, status effects up, then it will take 200 HP from you. So this should be noted that tanks do not use defense food. Because if you use defense food, guaranteed he's going to end up having it. Yep. He has uh, trinary absorption, which drains HP from the target. Shadow spread, which is an AoE curse and sleep. Now, th now this is probably one of the, the, the crux to the Pramavian Holler strategy. Make sure you have more than one, two, three, if you want to be super safe, stacks of poison potion because he will sleep you and having poison up all the time. Yep. Every single moment you should have poison on you. Yep, it's to true. Sleep. It's true. And if you want to go the extra distance, holy water for curse, although I've never been cursed in that battle before. He also has Stygian Vapor, which is an AoE plague in hate reset. Negative Whirl, which is AoE Ice Damage. Winds of Promavian, which erases one negative effect on the NM. And also Empty Cutter, which is a single target physical attack. Something else, um, obviously you shouldn't put any like Protect on the tank either again. Right. Defense type thing. Instead, what you should do is put up dummy spells. Uh, you know, put Bar Stoner on them, put Bar Water, put, you know, 
stuff like that. That way, when he does absorb them, he's, ab- he's absorbing... He's absorbing useless. Exactly. You know, yeah. And again, if you have a paladin tank, you don't have to worry about him absorbing shadows, and yep. that's going down even faster. Yep. Um, if you have a, a, a bard in your party, too, that's another good thing, is they can throw up you know, useless songs on the tank that, you know, that the thing can go ahead and absorb but uh, other than that you know the the worst thing about him is definitely his sleep i had one time where i was the last one standing mm-hmm. uh well i was the last melee standing and it put me to sleep because i ran out of poison potions and i he had like no hp left and i just sat there watching as he as he just slaughtered the mages <laughs> i mean i'm just standing there and he's beating these mages senseless and they're trying to run circles around him <laughs> <laughs> he turns around and looks at me as they die. I come out of sleep, and then Eagle Eye shot right to the face, and he goes down. No way. It was so awesome. Nice. It was great. <laughs> nice. But, uh, you know, just, just like all the other ones, make sure you have your uh, your animas, and make sure you got that order down, and, you know, you have the jobs. It should all go pretty smoothly. Now, along with the Promovians, you also have a new type of Burning Circle Notorious Monster Battle, uh, known as ENMs, which is Empty Notorious Monster Battles, and uh, Flip, I understand that uh, you've taken part in those. Yeah, I've taken part in a, well, a few of them actually. Well, you want to go ahead and uh, and and tell us, um, you know, more about how the uh, the ENMs work. Well, basically, once you start the Prometheans, you can go into Rudu Gardens, and as soon as you enter there, there's an NPC on your right that gives you sensors which allows you to enter the ENMs. There's three sensors for each of the Prometheans and you can only do it every five days. And all you gotta do is basically get up to the fourth floor like you normally would, the level 30 cap. Once you're in the fourth floor, go off to the spire and click on the weather collection, then click the extra battle that's there that's not called Ancient Flames Beckon, it's called something else that's different to each battle. and then. It's basically the same as the Ancient Flames one, but it's mm-hmm. a lot more easier, but the drops, you get certain animas that drop, or memories, and they turn into earrings that you can sell. Oh, really? What yeah. types of earrings? Um, I'm not too sure, I'm afraid, because I haven't actually got a drop yet. Ah, uh, you haven't got it. How many, how many times have you, uh, have you done an ENM? Well, the Promethean ones I've done about four to five times. And you've never gotten a drop, or or has it? You personally have never gotten a drop. Everyone else had. Well, we haven't. Well, my group, which we do in a static, hasn't got one yet. Wow. But but you have beat them. Yes, we have beat them. So I take it then the drop rate is pretty low. Yeah, it's really low. Huh. Usually, you know, when you do uh, uh, BCNM type things, you always get something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. Even if it's like you know a, a jewel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, that is kind of disappointing. I mean, you know, you go all the way out of your way to, you know, do an ENM, and, and there's no payoff for it. I mean, bummer, man. Do you want to move into, e- into emails? Yeah, yeah I guess you might so. as all well. Right. I guess so. All right. Our first email comes from Rashu Sashu. I've heard most of the show so far, but I've yet to hear a discussion about one of the new jobs, Puppet Master. What are your guys' views on it? So far, I'm a level 47 pup, and I think it is a DD job, but with a C hand skill, it isn't much. Others are guessing it's a long-awaited tank job that's been long overdue, but I doubt that. Too much damage taken. So I want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think? Well, um... That's really tough. I've only partied once with a Puppet Master, and that was within dun-dun-dun, the dunes. Yeah. And it seemed like this person was using the Puppet Master as a puller, and not really as a 
damage dealer. Right, but but even as a puller, you know, you, you have other uses to the party during mm-hmm. the actual battle. Yeah. Now, it's hard to to really, you know, go too in-depth about this because we like to obviously have people who have, have experienced this job more on the show. And unfortunately, a 75 Puppet Master has not applied. <laughs> if there is a 75 Puppet Master out there or a high level, like even later 60s, upper 70s... Mm-hmm. We... Go to the forum. Yeah, uh, uh, register on our forums, uh, limitbreakradio.com, um, and throw up a guest application. Uh, that's that's definitely a job that we're we're actively looking to have on the show. Um, I think it's getting a bad rep, and and not very many people are leveling it, unfortunately. And I don't know what kind of job it is. I haven't seen it in action, and I haven't played it. And it seems like even seeing it in action, it would be very difficult to tell what the job really is. Um, and so uh, I've got to say to Rashu Sashu that you probably have a better idea what the job is about, being that you've leveled it to 47. Now, uh, uh, you know, because none of us have really leveled it, I, I you know, like I said, if you're confused, I don't think that, that, that we're going to be able to clear it up at all for you. But, um, you know, I, I think it's still, honestly, I think that the real place of the job has not been seen yet. I'm, I'm in the same boat as anywhere was. I've never seen it in action. I've never partied with it. I don't, I don't know any puppet masters. But personally, looking at it in comparison to the other jobs that have pets... Um, you know, in comparison to Beast and I guess Dragoon, but Beast more in particular, they're both soloist type jobs. Mm-hmm. But with Puppet Master, you have more control over your puppet. You have more of a customization. I would love for it to be another tank job. However, what I'm looking at it as is maybe Squares trying to get a job that's more centered around the pet being, you know, where, where, where all of its strengths lie. Instead of like, here's my pet, it helps me out, here's my pet. I'm gonna help it out, type right. deal. I have to say that's very insightful. I mean, because if you, if you look at all the all their AF, all their AF gives to the automaton, not to the puppet master. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can just just customize so much stuff with it. Yeah. Moving on to our next one. Uh, this one comes from Lionix from the Sylph server. Um, the first thing he says, he has a uh, three little sort of like a three part question here. Uh, on episode four, the gamer episode, you talked about how it's rumored that day and direction faced when crafting affects the success. And the thought that the direction might be too, you know, that that whole thing right there might be a little uh, superstitious. Um, however, he said that if you, he doesn't know where in Windurst, but if you go near the woodworking guild in Sandaoria or near the NPC by the river in Bastock Markets, they'll actually actually show you a map with constellations in the name of avatars. And if you watch closely at the night sky, you can see specific stars with, with the, the same color, color element as like, you know, the crystal that you're that you're crafting with so you know depending maybe if you face that direction it could improve crafting now personally i haven't experimented with facing those stars but when i craft you know i'll sit down and craft like five facing north five facing south west and east and sometimes there is a considerable difference between the directions really mm-hmm. wow i um during some of my uh farming days i've actually been out there during the night and i've seen all of these different color stars sure and they're in all eight directions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i'm thinking that if you're going to try this out find a clear area outside um where the m- mobs are not strong top of vomp hill top of vomp hill there's right there. nothing South blocking, there's right there. nothing blocking your view mm-hmm. just look around get enough crystals for 
um, an item you want to craft. A good crafting run. Yep. And see which way gives you the best. Maybe yeah. some give you better skill ups. Maybe some give you higher quality. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It's it's quite a variable. And and I know that like you know we shot that down pretty quick and laughed at it. But but really you know there are so many aspects of this game that haven't really even fully been discovered yet. So I mean yeah try it out. All right. Um, his next question and this one's uh. This one is about paladins, so probably the white mage Power Ranger can answer it. Okay. Would equipping a paladin with agility plus gear in the parts that give very low defense, such as hands, feet, and head, be a good idea since agility affects dodge, parry, and shield block rate? The only place I've ever actually equipped uh, where I've focused on agility is my ears for the drone earrings. I have two drone earrings for a total of plus six agility. Um, and pretty much, I've never really worried about agility. I've always gone for defense and vitality. Uh, Pretty much a good set that gives both really good vitality and agility is the camp set at level 29. Yeah, It's the best tanking gear that you can buy for a tank that's geared toward taking hits like Paladin. Sure. Now, in, in his question, you know, he wants to know that should you do the agility since it affects dodge, parry, and shield, but the reason that you, or the main reason that you equip it is agility actually affects the rate of skill-ups, correct? Yes, agility helps with skill-ups, um, with uh, especially with parry, the shield. Mm-hmm. Dodge doesn't really matter too much because paladins have a horrible evasion uh, skill, so <laughs> you really just want to focus more on defense and vitality. Okay, and then his last question, what would be a good DD food since the sushi seems to be, you know, so expensive? Uh, um, well, who? Uh, let me see. Um, for a long time, I would use jack-o'-lanterns. They're fairly cheap. Um, uh, they give, I forget how much, I, I forget how much accuracy they give, but they, they buff accuracy. Mm. Um, and for, you know, for a DD job like Dark Knight or Samurai, or Dragoon, something that has, you know, really poor accuracy. Um, those those usually work fairly well. Uh, the nice part about them, though, is that their duration is three hours. Wow. Yeah. Um. Now, personally, all I ever use is sushi. You know, I, I usually have the funds to buy it, so uh, I can't really tell you too much. But I do know a lot of ninjas at higher levels use jack-o'-lanterns. But um, I, I just have a couple syllables for you. Meat. Myth kebab. <laughs> Owned. No. no uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> really, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Like I said, I, I always use sushi. Um, that, that was, uh, oh, and then he, he also added something, you guys rock, something about me and, uh, I don't know, Winders, I don't know. Okay, our next one comes from Chuji Momo. It says, hey guys, so I've got a question for you. I'm a Final Fantasy XI vet. I picked it up and played for a long time since the first day it was released. Unfortunately, I was going to college at the time and had to put Final Fantasy XI down to concentrate on my studies. So now I'm college-free, have a neato job, and I'm ready to hop back in. Maybe. See, I'm not sure if I can. I know Final Fantasy XI has some time commitments. He had a level 53 Black Mage, 30 White Mage, 20 Bard. Back in the good old days, I played Final Fantasy XI crazily, sometimes 7 to 8 hours a day. I can't do that now, but I love the community aspects the world of Vonadil had. I inquire if I can get my old character back, and SE told me they couldn't. So if I did come back, I would have to start fresh. Is the game worthwhile enough to begin anew? I plug so much time into my characters, which are now gone. What about time commitment? Still time intensive? 
thanks guys appreciate it and if i do come back would like a world pass and a link shell um yes it's still i, I i'm gonna say right now it's definitely worth it i might be Even a little biased so. yeah I, I might be a little biased but it's definitely worth it and i would say that the time commitments you know i don't have a whole ton of time to devote to final fantasy 11 right you know during the week it's mostly the weekend that i get to to put in some major time but even during the week when i don't have a whole lot of time when i only have like an hour hour and a half two hours um, it's definitely worth it for me to go on. You might not advance as fast as you'd like to, you know, being that you would be that you used to play for seven, eight hours a day, you know, back, you know, I guess back in the day. Um, but I, I would definitely say that it's worth it. You know, uh, it, like I said, you may not advance as fast, but uh, but absolutely, you know, the game has evolved so much. Uh, since then, and and the community has actually grown as well to the point where I, I think that um, uh, that it would definitely be worth it. Yeah, especially for me since I've, I'm the newest one in the group to go into Final Fantasy. I myself don't have a ton of time. I have other commitments that sometimes, sadly, take precedence over Final Fantasy XI. But because of that, um, I can definitely say that it will be worth it because you'll meet people that are awesome. You'll have some really good experiences. You'll have some bad experiences that you can laugh with the people you meet at. And overall, I think it's just worth it to get into the into the community, find your place, and just have a blast. Even at higher levels with me, I don't have a lot of time. I mean, usually my longest times sometimes are just two to three hours, and that isn't a lot of time to do stuff. But as long as you, you know, so I come up with an, with an agenda, know what you need to do when you get on, you know, don't get on and throw up your flag and be like, hmm, what can I do today? You know, if you have a goal that you need to get done, have that in mind, and you'll progress a lot faster too. I've done that too, where I would just log in, and I'm like, I should level, but I need to do this first. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. Especially as a mage class, you need to get your spells. Sure. Flip, what about you? Uh, you think that it uh, that it would still be worth it? Yeah, I do think it would be worth it because a lot of my friends actually quit the game when they were heading off to college, but now they've finished that, they've come back and they've just started a whole new character. And yeah. But I kept in touch with them while they weren't playing, so I got them a world password and back with <laughs> some of the old people they played with. And also, it, it, it helps to, to, you know, get a world pass to where someone you know is or, you know, and I guess in, in our case, he, I, he wants to hang out with us. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, go ahead, Chuji. Uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, sign up on our forums, send us the PM or whatnot, you know, choose, you know, Titan or Odin, and uh, we'll set you up and whatnot. Uh, that reminds me, uh, over the you know since since the last episode when we mentioned that we had made link shells, a uh, couple couple people have uh, you know come up to me, ask for link shells and uh, and keep asking for them. I'd love to dole them out. Let's make the community bigger. Uh, anyone on Titan that wants a uh, a limit break radio link shell, uh, just send me a tell, send Sale a tell. He's uh, I'm you know, a sack holder within yep. our link shells, so He's, I'll be able to help you too. Yep, uh, Sale is a sack holder. Also, uh, OMG WTF. BBQ kitten, uh, also from, known as Fubar from the forums. He is uh, he is a current sack uh, as well. So uh, it, you know any of those ask for uh, ask for a pearl. We'd be more than happy to give you one. And uh, I know Din. You know, look out for me, Arjitlam. You can also look up Norwin and Aiden, and we'll be adding sack holders as they come. So uh, moving into our final segment, adventure of the week. And Annie, why don't you go ahead and uh, take this one? Okay. 
I nominated this week's Adventure of the Week. Cue drumroll. <laughs> he is quite possibly my oldest friend on the game, my best friend on the game, Belgarion. He was the first real Link Shell leader I have ever had. I've been in Link Shells previously uh, that were, you know, social, whatever. Um, and, and the first time that I had gotten a pearl to his Link Shell, which at the time was called Order of Valor, he organized really well, had a really uh, positive attitude, and, and really, uh, you know, through those dark times that I've had in this game where I've been so frustrated that I've wanted to quit, he's uh, motivated me and, and helped me out and, and kept me going. And really, you know, he's he's been, you know, such a good friend and helped me out. He's an incredible player. Um, I've done so much. I mean, I could sit here literally forever and just tell you stories about uh, Belgarion and and everyone else from Cognacetti. You guys don't want to hear the one about the Rusty Paladin, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you never want to hear that one again. Why did you have to bring that back up? <laughs> he was waiting for it. Ew. <laughs> Come on, you were talking about all the good times you've had. Ew. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to add in my bit for Bell. Um, ever since I joined, uh, a Link Shell that I've always known has been Cognacetti. I have always been in there until recently. I've been bouncing between Link Shells. But th- that's my home. I've met so many nice people there. Everyone there was so willing to help me as a new player. Mm-hmm. It it was just something that actually kept me going. Because if it wasn't for the people in Cognacetti and Bell specifically, I probably would have stopped at the dunes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and uh, Bell found so many. Uh, great and and unique people and and very honest and open people to 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 be a part of the link shell um that it really you know my my best friends on the game are and always will be cognacetti members and and just the sense of community that i've gotten because of his link shells could never thank him for he's awesome boy arge kind of brings a tear to your eye doesn't it That was quite the speech, Annie. I, I gotta admit. <laughs> that uh, I think that's gonna wrap things up for this week. Uh, make sure to uh, to check us out on the web www.limitbreakradio.com. Have all the latest shows up there, uh, and also, of course, our forums. Make sure to register for our forums. Send us emails. We love hearing from you. In, in, in the last time we mentioned it, we got some more iTunes reviews. Uh, we're up to 11. Let's get some more. So uh, if you have an iTunes account, just pop on there. Write us a simple little review. Uh, it helps uh, It helps uh, get us more hits, which uh, which definitely help the site. So uh, uh, do what you can. Spread the word uh, and, uh, and let Limit Break Radio be known. But uh, I am a Nero. Keep listening. The one, the only. Kahlo. Peace. Sail here. Thanks for all your well wishes. And I'm glad to be here. And I'm Argelon, scraping off the rust from his armor. And today's special guest, the fat lady might not be singing, but Flipper Feet definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> thanks uh, thanks a lot for joining us, uh, Flip. Uh, it's been great to have you on the show. And uh, Yay, bards are awesome. And, and of course, watch out for Flip on the forums. He is a moderator. He can ban you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, Flipper Feet. And, uh, and of course, uh, we'd love to have you back again. Yeah, sure, no problem. All right, uh, all right. Uh, see you later, man. Yep. Peace out. Take care. See you later.
Final Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vanadil are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Plan Line are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.